Our heroes have finally finally leveled up, but where are they headed? I don't know. Well, we got to talk about it. We have a special guest in studio, so it's time to shed some light and darkness on the Cloak and Dagger After Show on AfterBuzz TV. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Yes, level up. Level up, level Thank up. Level oh my gosh, we are playing Oh my gosh, it's so bittersweet. We're here for Cloak and Dagger Season 2, Episode 10, Level Up. We have a very special guest, but before that, I am your host, Ollie Drennan. I'm joined by a fantastic, wonderful female panel, Carla Beltran. Hey guys, what's up? <laughs> we also have Drew Jones in the house. What up, what it is. And we can't forget about <laughs> Steph Sabra in the house. What's up, guys? Yes, and of course, special guest joining us, returning for the finale, Noelle Renee Bursay. How are you doing? Thank you so for, for joining us today. Oh, I'm so excited to be again. Yes. You're just a married woman now. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> Is that a good thing? A bad thing? I think it's, it's a weird. mixture. Yeah. It's, just right, a, right. it's a mixture of all of that. Good, bad. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being here again. Again, you were here last season for the finale, so yeah. it's, it's tradition. It's Noelle, a tradition. Yeah. She has to, she has to be here for the finale. <laughs> it's a thing, people. So we also have a live chat. Steph is looking at it. So is Drew. We got a lot to talk about. We got to talk about Evita. Bridget. Slash Mayhem and Tanny and Tyrone, obviously, because they killed it this episode. In more, wa- <laughs> in more ways than one. But um, initial thoughts. Well, first, I want to ask Noelle, how does it feel being back? You killed it this season. Thank you so much, so much. It just feels so good. I love where they're taking her. We got to see so much growth this season. Sacrifice, growth, all of that. Mm-hmm. So lots of sacrifices. Excited. Lots of sacrifices. Oh my gosh! What did you guys think? Initial thoughts of this? I saw you guys were freaking out when you were watching it. <laughs> yeah, uh, we should have live streamed. <laughs> yeah. My main freak out was I was like, oh, so we're moving on quickly. I actually took some like stand pictures of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Your reactions. Were we were so like really going in on Tyrone's lip biting this episode. We're, we're like, take a shot every time Tyrone bites us. Lit. <laughs> what alcohol? Well, we're, we're not complaining. Let's be clear on that. It still looks great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome episode. Such a good way to wrap up the season. I'm so so happy with it. I just need confirmation on season three because it's yeah. such a good show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Carla? I agree. I actually really love this episode. I actually got to watch the last week's episode and this week's episode back-to-back because I wasn't here last week, you guys. Um, and I really loved how everything got kind of, like, tied together. Right. And I love where these stories that we were following this whole time kind of ended. Right. It's very satisfactory. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, I'm so ready for the future, but I'm also ready to talk about Avita Noel. Yes. Avita had played, a, wasn't in a whole lot of episodes, I think, but you played such a huge role in really being kind of like the, the like the doormaster. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like you used the cloak to make a door this episode. And also you, like we brought up uh, earlier, you made a lot of sacrifices and kind of talk me through the process of kind of portraying Avita, especially losing Auntie this season. I think she's just gone through so much, and I'm so proud of her, how strong she stands through all of this. Um, I wouldn't be this strong, one, so it's great mm-hmm. to like embody her strength. Um, it's There's a lot of sacrifice that has gone into it to save Ty's life, but I think what hopefully we will get into more is that it was actually larger than that. Mm-hmm. You know, she was she's been called since birth, 
Mm-hmm. So she's just following her destiny. Destiny, yeah. dang Such it. Such a positive outlook. Yeah. Well, what do you guys think? It's really heartbreaking because I remember that scene specifically in this episode tonight um, of you blowing out the candle. You were protecting that candle. And to me, that candle stood for so much more than just, you know, that door. It was also kind of like your relationship with Tyrone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you blew it out making eye contact with him. So, <laughs> so to me, that was like the end of your it's, guys' relationship. What? So I love that. Like, that was your takeaway because that's so what it was. It was just blowing the light out on this chapter yeah. of their yeah. lives. Absolutely. Um, so you're, we never actually got to see a breakup from the characters itself. So will we eventually get closure? Do do we think Evita will need closure? Absolutely. I mean, you can't just unplug the love strings just like that. Yeah. So hopefully we definitely will see more of that in the future. Yeah. Are you guys okay? Are you guys recovering from that, that heartbreaking like, scene? Well, one, I just want to like take that breakup move and like use it for future yeah. endeavors. Because we like, it was just pocketing that. Yeah, I was like, mm. you and, blow out a candle in front yeah. of some person. <laughs> He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, you know, <laughs> the light is out. I love that. <laughs> the lights out on us, baby. <laughs> but um, somebody in the chat had a really good question because um, your character really, like we were talking about, has like developed throughout the season. Do you think there's a character called Sister Voodoo in the comics? who your character kind of, like, is resembling mm. a lot, would you like to see your character become a bigger, like, Marvel-esque character? Absolutely. Absolutely. I feel like she she's well-qualified. So we'll see what the future holds with that. I'm here for That's her. my hope yeah. for Evita, because she sacrificed. She was Jesus of the season, and she deserves <laughs> to be, like, yeah. resurrected in yeah. Jesus' form. Like, I, I need that. God powers. Oh, my God. I love that. I love that. She's going to go Dark Phoenix. I hope yeah. not. <laughs> no, no, no. She'll take, like, she needs to go the opposite track of despair. Like, she sacrificed. Mm. Yeah. The high yeah. route. I feel like that's in her innate nature. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Totally. Totally. The well, candle scene was just so... I love that scene. That was you guys can you stop messing this up for me? I'm trying to do stuff. <laughs> candle was like this big. It started like this big. Oh my God. Yeah, it went out really quickly. Yeah. Okay, so one thing I had to ask. We heard Evita speak French tonight. Yes. So what was the process for you preparing for that? Oh my like? gosh, that was so fun and challenging and literally lightheaded. All the R's in the back of your... I was like, whew. Yeah. Um, one, my um, tutor, she was actually in this season as the ballet teacher. Oh, Do you guys remember yeah, her? Devin, yeah. she was such a sweetheart. We only had a few days, um, a few days to work on it, and we literally stayed up one night till like 3 o'clock in the morning. Dang. She is such a trooper. <laughs> yeah. But that was so much fun. Yeah. Great job on that. Because yeah, that not, was really good. You don't speak French, right? I don't. I don't. So I'm like nervous to see the response exactly. from everyone. I hope. For not not being able to speak <laughs> French, but also you're actually you're there's so much passion behind that scene too as well. Absolutely. Um, another character that had a really interesting um, episode was Bridget Mayhem. Uh, shout out to Emma. I did see her this weekend at DragCon because we both share a love of drag queens. Yes. And um, unfortunately, she didn't co- come Has in this season. But queens. I had to, I had to <laughs> hurry up and interview her really quick. So if you want to check that out, go on the red carpet page on After Buzz and watch that quick little interview. But Bridget is obviously fused with mayhem in this in this predicament, and it's really interesting seeing how she's kind of going back and forth between these two entities of of mayhem and Bridget. And we got to see our girl Mina. Shout out to you, Mina, because yeah, yeah. we we did not get a whole lot of Mina this. Uh, particular episode but um what did you well first of all <laughs> when Bridget saved you in the chapel I thought she hit you at first I <laughs> <did too. laughs> 
Good. Good thing I'm not the only one Jew. I was like, I was I like, was like okay, aggressive. <laughs> she went full mayhem, but it was nice that she was protecting you. Yes. So it's really interesting in seeing this character that's not necessarily good, but also bad. What were your thoughts on Bridget? At the end of the episode, we saw her hang up Connor's body because Connor's has been MIA and now obviously Adina killed him so what do you what were your take on Bridget this episode um well I actually really love the pairing that they did in this episode with Evita I thought the the scene of them working together to kind of keep this candlelight it was like we we didn't expect it we knew that we wanted Mayhem to help in a way but we weren't sure if she's gonna go inside like the dark place with them and I love the fact that she like kind of stayed out and she fought the darkness as well but in her own way um so I really personally Loved that part, and I, I knew that Connors had was dead, but I thought that the mom had like buried him. Oh. I, like I didn't know that he yeah. was still. I like I we think still he, had a, she did because she had a shovel or Bridget had a shovel. There was like a shovel and a tarp, and so I think she unburied um, him. Okay, grave robber, savage. <laughs> I loved Bridget Mayhem's uh, whole storyline. I want to see more mayhem, though, because I know I love yeah. the fact that Mina. Shout out to Ali Malki. I know you guys in the chat were wondering like why we don't get more of her. I would love to see more of her mm-hmm. in general, but I I just I love. Have I love that we found out that she has compassion and empathy in her, mm-hmm. but I really want to see her like claw people more, like she did in that first episode. <laughs> yeah. Use those nails. <laughs> Look at you. You are so team mayhem. mayhem. So team mayhem. <laughs> I am so team mayhem. Hashtag uh, poison. Yeah. yeah. Are you rocking poison tonight? Always. <laughs> yeah. I, love it. I like whatever this it, Bridget mayhem, whatever this fusion is right, right now. I think is my favorite version mm-hmm. of her, mm-hmm. just because she has the mayhem. She has the Bridget. She's still a little bitchy, but like a fun kind. We like it. Yeah, yeah. it's like bitchy but fashion. Yeah. And I, I, <laughs> Drew I'm, and I. <laughs> I'm here. facts. Um, I'm here for it though, and I think mm-hmm. the, the hanging up Connor thing was just like so petty. I think Bridget might. <laughs> well, that makes sense now that I think of it because he shot her in yeah. season one at the end of the finale. So it's like. She's getting yeah. her payback. I she feel might like that be was like Tandy's a Leo. <laughs> oh, what? Tandy. I feel like that was Tandy's idea. When she's like, I need a cop favor, basically. Yeah. Tandy's real petty like that. Like, But I wonder what Adina's going to think, though. I just feel like that's going to cause some serious right. drama. I know. Yeah. I feel like he should have stayed buried. Right. Right? Done. Was, yeah. But Period. to bring him front and center <laughs> exactly. in that fashion. In a serious That's yeah. where it starts from this. I've yeah. been on this new wave of trying to figure out what character, like, the TV shows I've been watching. I'm like, what is this person's sign? And I've come to the conclusion <laughs> that I think Tandy's an Aries. <laughs> and A little no, bit. <laughs> no one can convince, because she's crazy. No offense to any Aries out there, but she's a little, hmm. she's a little much. Okay, so now Bridget Br- Mayhem is definitely a Gemini. Gemini, yeah. Oh, exactly. yeah. She Obviously. has to be. Yeah, yes. for sure. With Tyrone. Tyrone. He's sensitive. He's a Pisces. He's sensitive. Mm. I was going to say a Cancer. Pisces, Cancer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe a Pisces with a Cancer moon. Mm. Shut up, Pisces. <laughs> what, would, yeah. what would Evita be? Evita. Scorpio. I'm saying yeah. Pisces yeah. and Scorpio go together. Scorpio, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, now I know. Um, what, is, what is Allie? What is, what's Allie? Allie, Aquarius? I, yeah, I was going to say an Aquarius. Or Virgo. Now I want to like go through every single thing. <laughs> This was never a thought, but now everything I now watch, every I show, gonna... you're gonna be like, "What is what their sign? sign?" Yeah, Drew That's... is crazy like that. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. okay. last that. last one. What's despair? What's okay. this? Could be a controversial. Oh, despair gosh. is a Libra. Alex, I'm a Libra. <laughs> Libra 
Libra women are cool. Libra women are cool. Libra men. Libra men. But that's so true. Like, signs, male versus female, are so different. Yeah. They are. This He's a Libra true. male. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm living for the, the, the astrological discussion, but we also have to talk about Tanya Tyrone because they're so important. Yes. They are the stars. They killed it this episode. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. I don't even know where to start. But before that, to get to something very important, give us that five star rating on iTunes. We'd yes, really appreciate yes, yes. it. And if you have if, if you've done it already, you're in the running for our special giveaway, which will give you all the details later in the episode. But you gotta stay tuned for that. But until then, thank you for letting us be the ESPN of TV talk. You guys have been amazing tuning in week after week, joining us in the live chat, or joining us whenever you can, listening to us, you know, commenting, sliding into those DMs that we love. You know. <laughs> Shout out to y'all, because you guys make the show. Because you're part of the show just as much as we are. What's going on yeah. over there? Okay. <laughs> no, you definitely All right. Ty and Tandy. Um, can we just talk about that pep talk? that Ty gave Tandy. It was the cutest thing because the roles totally flipped in this season. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So good. And just him saying, I I believe in Tandy and and just the discussion about how daggers literally symbolize hope. They're the the, the opposite of despair. And it, I just really love that that discussion because you don't have to have a long sword to, mm-hmm. you know, have hope. As long as you have that dagger and you're willing to fight that was such a powerful speech that he was giving. Yeah. And obviously she did end up getting a sword at the end. Bring, but, that, yeah. Yeah. Bring that sword to <laughs> us. But what y'all thought? Because this this was amazing. I was, oh, go ahead. She was also able, I love that they incorporated this, that she was able to dish it out. Because we always see her dagger, like, okay, mm-hmm. like doing some badass, like, shit, hurting people. But it's it's hope, it's light, and she was able to bring that into her mother and mm-hmm. Nina so and all these. Awesome. Yeah, that's amazing. I yeah. loved it. I really did love the the pep talk Ty gave her because it reminds me of like when you're in the club and you're drunk with your best friend. Oh my god! And they're about, and they're about to like shoot their shot, and you're like, you listen you here, can't. you are singing, you are giving looks, you are the best, and I was just like, wow, Ty you gotta Ron. gas your friends. Out. <laughs> like, you yeah. He was like, oh, best friend, that's my best friend, and I was like, yes. Speak no, it was the best. Boyfriends take and friends take note because anytime like someone needs that in your life, you better mm. hype them up like Big that. Speaking of looks, okay, when they they suited up finally and and like going down the escalator, I'm like, man, that is totally me at Comic Con in my cosplay, <laughs> just going down, like yeah, feeling my oats, you know. But that was so cool, and obviously, um, what do you think, Carla? Like, so I I wanted to ask you guys, this is basically their their cloak and dagger costumes, right? Mm-hmm. For right now. As far as, like, we are yeah. aware. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm totally on board with Cloak. I want Tandy to be in... I just envision her in this, like, full-on, like... Like, badass Body outfit. suit. Like, <laughs> full-on body suit. But I, I'm cool. I like the... Mm-hmm. I like the meaning behind mm-hmm. it. Yeah. yeah. I love how they... Speaking of, like, the outfits that they've worn all season, like, Tyrone as a cop and Tandy in her ballet outfit, I love how they tied it in. Because Ty, Tandy's storyline was a little more clear to me than Tyrone's, but this one finally Tyrone made sense but his dilemma wasn't as clear all Mm -hmm. the time but this episode wrapped it up perfectly Mm because I feel like you could mostly hear his dialogue which I loved because I think his dialogue was so so Mm -hmm. so strong the writing this episode was just insane insane and I feel like everyone can relate to battling your perfect self right or this this idea of whatever perfection is to you I just feel like we all can relate to and I love that he just I was gonna say I also kind of really liked cocky Tyrone like when he was giving himself attitude I was like 
I'm Ooh. here for this. <laughs> I was like, this is a mood. I'm intrigued. I'm not mad at this. Because he's just so humble the entire time. He's like, oh, I'm on my yeah. yeah. And this one, he was like, boy. Like, yeah. he was roasting himself. Right. He likes it. That's literally it was, true every yeah. day. <laughs> no, it was really powerful. It was a really powerful scene when they were battling each other. And then they swapped partners because I feel like you kind of need your friends to, as you guys were bringing up, gas yeah. you up and to kind of help you. Be there for you. Help you yeah. bring down those inner demons. And I think I felt like Ty had it all together, but really it's so relatable because you can look at someone and they seem to have it all together like Ty, but really in deep down inside, they're struggling. They're struggling with mm-hmm. that guilt, struggling with that self-doubt. And even seeing Ty battling himself in a uh, a cop uniform, that kind of was reminiscent of him kind of like having to conform, you know, kind of this police officer. And, you know, th- there's a discussion of police brutality and him just kind of battling that. So I just thought it was so remarkable, and it was very uncomfortable as well seeing Tandy fight her dad. You know, that was like the hero that she grew up with, but really he's not a good guy. Yeah, well, I thought it was really interesting how they both had to fight their biggest fears, and it was more of like, oh, we I didn't know that these were their biggest fears because like we weren't really like it's not like something that we knew, and I thought it was really interesting how they just kind of brought it up. I really liked it. But speaking on Tyrone, I just want to say like he did such a good job at like acting as like himself, but in another version. He of himself. brought it. He I was so like, brought it. It was so nice. Yeah, to I was watch. like twins. Yeah. You can have your own parent trap movie, like for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, just I'd watch that movie. It's a forever classic. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking, yeah, he smiled so much in this episode. I'm not used to Tyrone smiling. Yeah, yeah right. It felt like a complete different. It was person. a different person. Right. Yeah. yeah, kudos to him. Yes. Yeah, and of course, the moment that we've all been waiting for was taking down despair when Tandy jumped out of Tyrone's cloak. Who else? died in happiness. Leveling up at its finest. 100%. I did not see that coming at all. I was just like, where'd she go? That was amazing. It was so cool. Guys, I read the script and watching it, I was like... (laughs) (laughs) It's so cool as an actor seeing that translate into live action form. From the paper to... Exactly. Absolutely. But I love the way they led up to that scene where they switched partners, as they said, and like the... The way from first episode of the season to this one where they realize they need each other Mm -hmm. and to bounce, like, they're literally yin and yang. And then that went perfectly into the final scene where they literally were, like, forming as Mm -hmm. one Mm -hmm. to kill the spirit. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the fact that they were down to fight each other's battles but essentially had to fight their own battles and then come together I thought was really cool because just, like, the, the growth from season one where they, you know... I love that. That's the that's the best partnership is having a partner that is willing to fight your battles, mm-hmm. but you also realizing that these are your battles to fight. Right. Mm-hmm. You are responsible for your own ish. Yeah. Okay. So like you need to handle it, but it's great to have someone next to you who is willing to. Yeah. Yeah. So at the end of the day, you have to be the one to put the nail in the coffin. Absolutely. They're going to help you. They're going to help you. We're going to help yeah. support you and assist you in whatever you need. We're going to be there for you. But at the end of the day, you're going to be the one who's going to. You have to your, face de- your own demons. Yeah. Defeat your father or, or whoever's Whoever that, that is antagonist. Yeah. Exactly. And it was really cool. It came full circle seeing uh, Tandy make a Z. That whole discussion of like whether it's A or B and then she gives him a Z, which was yeah. Zorro. They were watching Zorro in the beginning of the season, so it came full circle. Nice little foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> I lived. Um, so we're at this point of wrapping everything up and then this epilogue and Tandy and Tyrone are on a bus. Ugh. Where are they going? Um, thoughts? You know? 
thoughts? We'll get into that in news and gossip. No, just, oh, just, just thoughts, on thoughts that in terms of just them going, leaving New Orleans. Because oh. this is where the show's been based on. I, I don't know that I like them leaving, but I like that they're leaving only because this means that they're going to get new characters to fight and we'll get to meet new people. So mm-hmm. that's always exciting. I I like that it's kind of bringing back um, the original like yeah. story from the comics because they do both leave. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, it wasn't New Orleans; it was Boston. It was right? New York. I'm pretty sure. I thought they left. They were in New well, York. Well, it at started some point. In, in New York in the comics. Yeah. That's right. Um, but I like that they're kind of like going back to that, and I'm excited mm-hmm. to see where they go. I really hope that you know the characters that we love that are in New Orleans mm-hmm. are still a part of it. Yeah, um, definitely. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm I'm hyped for it. I'm hyped for it too. Yeah, me too. I'm glad that it makes sense for their characters to leave, and I think there's mm-hmm. they've done a good job of picking and choosing what they're going to take from the comic books, mm-hmm. and that's a storyline I mm-hmm. wouldn't mm-hmm. want to see because they are vigilantes. They wouldn't mm-hmm. be stuck in one place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but <laughs> what was that at the end oh my with the waffles? God. I knew she was going to go. Love what was that? Like, the the body that was Evita and Tyrone's dead relationship isn't even cold yet. And we're, wa- and we're waffle... What is this, Waffle House? No. I don't know how... I like, listen, I like Candy and Tyrone, whatever. But, like, damn. They were holding hands. And they were waffling. You just be waffling with your friends waffling. on a... It was platonic. We do all the time. It was platonic. Yes, a platonic, platonic waffle. That was not a platonic waffle. A platonic waffle. This is a platonic waffle. Avita blew the candles was... out in front of his face. He was And upset. she has a whole ass husband. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, there is that. That part. I guess. That part. Yeah, I guess she's married. But, so why, but, why, is she, but why is she married? Because she wanted to save her mans. And this... That was a huge part of it. ...person... Ooh, that word it went to go. <laughs> this person, this man, went and waffled it up. Oh, willy nilly! That's gonna be a thing now. Oh, you waffling it up? Oh, you waffling? <laughs> did you waffle? <laughs> Hashtag did you waffle? Did you today. waffle? But did you waffle though? Yeah, yeah. That's like that's. Flirting is basically cheating in my books because I'm crazy like that. She's but, a Pisces. Yeah, I'm a Pisces. Oh, no, flirting just is cheating. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, flirting, yeah. But waffling? <laughs> That's like a whole nother stuff. The hilarious thing is I could see Seth having a full on free. You, you waffled! <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys so much. I'm so sad this is the season finale. I gotta wait a whole year. <laughs> Um, one thing that I do have to say, though, about them leaving is the fact that I hope that we don't, like, lose some of these storylines. I hope that we yeah. still keep track of the priest and of Tandy's mom and of Tyrone's parents yeah. and of Evita because, like, is it, is Evita going to come along? Um, what's yeah. going to happen? You know? Road trip. <laughs> well, you thought you got rid of me, Tandy? <laughs> yeah, who, who is taking care of Evita now? Well, I think Evita can take care of herself. I mean, true. she got her We're husband. You know, she's she is a baddie, so well, she's not, fine. Not only that, but I think they did a great job with your costume this um, this episode to kind of show that you were a little bit more grown up because mm-hmm. we've only seen you like in school clothes yeah. and you looked really young. But this time you were like your hair was Even done in a different right. way. You're like yeah. you were dressed differently. You had a long dress on. You know, you know. but she's not showing your knee. Up. 
Keeping it, it classy. Yeah. 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 Growing and classy. <laughs> Growing and glowing, Avita. Yeah. Well, on that note, we got to get to our spe- one of our special segments, which is Cloaked and Daggered. And this is a segment that we do of our highlights and our low lights of the episode. I like this. So who wants to go first? Did you first? just woe to this? <laughs> She's been doing it nonstop. All right, Can that's you my, woe to chimes? That's my Anything. highlight. That's already my highlight. Yeah, yeah, I did. Um, <laughs> my highlight was Tandy getting her sword. I think that was probably one of the best parts because she was saying, like, oh, like, these crosses, and then they spoke about the whole sword thing. And so I really love that. My low light... My low light is not necessarily knowing what happened to Despair. Because mm. I wanted to know, like, I know that the disc gets, like, broken, but does he die? Does he get I think stuck? they locked him in that that thing at the um, cemetery, and your, Evita, like, locked him in there with the the thing. And, I think and he stopped to listen mm-hmm. to his own despair. Yeah. Oh, okay. is that it? Okay. Oh, I thought that was a funeral. Sorry. I'm- yeah, so I was like, I was very confused. I, w- I wasn't really sure where I it ended. Too. But no, I guess I gave that you can't really closure. Be- yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Daggered was my Daggers of Hope. That was such a cool scene mm-hmm. where she was able to use her weapon in a way that was versatile. And them just leveling up in general, I've been waiting for that level up. It's like, that's how did that happen? Okay, Beyonce's not clearing anything for anyone, but she should have. And my my cloaked moment is, this is, it's not really cloaked, but it's kind of cloaked, the humanization of despair. Because we all were like, I feel bad for him, but I'm like, no, step, don't feel bad for him. He's horrible. He sucks. He sucks. He's horrible. He's like... He's a sex trafficker. Like, right. I have no sympathy, but he looks such so good sad. acting, such good writing, because everyone does have versus like, things push you to the edge. Right. Yeah. Oh, man. Frick. Okay. My oh, cloaked... <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you. My cloaked would be... Um... Hmm. What is it? Waffle. The, <laughs> waffles. The waffle, really, the waffle really did send me um, to new planes. But I think my cloaked would be uh, Connor's getting hung up because it's really stressing me out. Like, what is, like, yeah. I just, that's messy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's messy. That yeah. was. I feel, I'm, that makes me afraid for Ty's mom. Yeah, but yeah. then my dagger would be seeing Ty's parents together. Oh, that was really <laughs> nice. Like, yeah. We better save black love. Let's go. <laughs> I love that. My, Bring the home together. My Cloaked and Dagger Snapped. is kind of like a combination <laughs> of good and bad because I, I really was happy seeing them leave, but I was also a little upset seeing, seeing them leave because mm-hmm. I'm like, you're leaving all your loved ones. You're leaving Evita. You're leaving uh, you're leaving Mina. You're leaving Bridget and Mayhem, the parents. So I'm like, what? What is? where does that leave them, basically? But I'm super excited for the future, for mm-hmm. them to progress and grow. Uh, what was your highlight of this episode and your lowlights? Honestly, my highlight was them leaving. I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see that growth. Honestly, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm excited to see where where it takes it and how they tie in all of their loved ones still in New Orleans. Whether they come with, whether it's. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, guys, he doesn't have to deal with TSA. He doesn't have to deal with. <laughs> Yo, honestly, the Greyhound. <laughs> guys, Ryan, why he could have just cloaked out of there? Okay. <laughs> 
and taking her with him. He still has some <laughs> leveling up to do yeah. to get to <laughs> different Yo. states, maybe. Yeah. They haven't gone that far yet. <laughs> what about your cloak, your low light of the episode? My low light would as well be Connor's being hung up. I just think it was so petty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just think it was so petty, but I no. I do live for the drama. <laughs> so I'm excited to see where that leads to. So I don't know, it's kind of a dagger moment too, but that was the most upsetting thing for me watching like why mm-hmm. why yeah you also brought up a good point when um Tyrone went to check on like the that what was his name Miles or oh, the kid oh, yeah. in one of the gangs that he was mm-hmm. wor- uh trying to He did have such a himself. great I didn't I didn't get to meet him but I just oh, want to say was awesome. like you did your thing dude. Yeah. <laughs> yes and the that it came full circle and we were right. able to stop um at least part of the sex trafficking business because mm-hmm. they can't mm-hmm. really run as well without drugging women yeah. Right? Yeah. or men, whoever's trafficked. And I love that they showcased that because honestly that was never a thought in my head that that was such a huge factor in controlling these women and I just felt so ignorant that that was never a thought mm-hmm. which is why shows like this is they're just so important yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, to get the conversation going. And that's why we need season three to keep on continuing yes. the conversation yes. and get more Absolutely. more things that we're not educated with and mm-hmm. to tell those stories of people that need their stories to be told. Mm-hmm. So this gives us proper segue into more of an interview with you, Noelle. we got to ask mm-hmm. you some questions. Any questions in the live chat or any questions that we may have for you? My computer died. So. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Question. If you could be... Because science. Because science. <laughs> Mina's in here. <laughs> If you could be any other Marvel character in the, you know, Marvel universe. There's so many. <laughs> besides yourself. Who are you going with? Iron Woman. Oh, Iron Heart. Riri. Yes. Riri. Yes. give me some Scarlet Witch vibes, too, a little bit. Ooh. When she levels up at the end. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, you killed my man, let's throw hands. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler, sorry. That was like a little rap moment. No, we knew he died. Huh? We knew Vision died. Oh, you're right. Yeah. The spoiler ban is up, right? (laughs) If you didn't see it by now, that's not my fault. What's wrong with you? Um, I have a question. Yes. So you had to do a couple of preparation for all the voodoo scenes that you had to Mm -hmm. do. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, that was really cool. One of my favorite moments, honestly, was like doing the digging for that and realizing how prevalent voodoo is in New Orleans and so many other places um, starting season one because my first really voodoo moment was the voodoo tour mm-hmm. so I went on a tour with one of my I call her my aunt but she's like my mom's like best friend growing up mm-hmm. but she's actually an avid practicer and she does her own voodoo tours so like just starting there to hearing stories about my own great grandmother <laughs> And so many people on set were giving me their advice and their insight because they're avid practicers. So it's just so cool that this show broadcasts this. And it's not this, like, mythical, mm-hmm. antiquated way of life. People, this is very much so 2019 happening every day. There's not a lot, a lot of shows, I feel like, in my perspective, that don't, like, cover voodoo. Like, yeah. I, I don't, I'm not educated. I don't know nothing about mm-hmm. voodoo. And this is a show that's actually, like, oh... That's yeah, kind of influence and current day. Me. The the few that I have seen, it's this very much so like in the past, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Thing. Mm-hmm. But it's it's a lot because when you think of voodoo, you think of oh voodoo dolls. But no, there's this whole yeah. there's a whole lore behind it. This is like people follow voodoo. Absolutely, absolutely. People yeah. have been raving, us included, over Joe Pekoski and kind of like the creative direction he's taken with the show and how he's done the research extensively. How was working with him? Amazing. He cares about authenticity, which is just so important 
to me in general, but also because I'm one of the only cast members from New Orleans. Mm. I feel like I have this like level of responsibility on my shoulders. And I'm just so grateful that I've never had to be like, okay, guys, you know, sorry, it's TV. Like, <laughs> it's authentic. It's true to the city. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I just have so much respect for him. I love that. How do you feel like you as a person have grown since playing Evita? Me and Evita are both growing together, which is so cool. <laughs> yeah, we're all we're just leveling leveling up in our own ways and just becoming more secure in ourselves. And just I personally have been having to take on some unexpected responsibility myself. So it's it's great to be able to like exhaust that through playing her. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I love that. Yeah. Is there are there were there any sorry were there, no go were there any moments that really stood out to you that were very special in this particular season of filming, or just kind of like character work that you got to do? Honestly, one of my favorite scenes, well, two scenes, were in episode eight, working with Angela, and we've developed like a great friendship. So maybe that's why it came across <laughs> so well. Um, I just loved working with her. She's so solid. She's such a such a solid actor, and it I don't know. It, it seems just went so well for us. It was clear. I yeah. feel like there was like yeah. a really clear connection yeah. off screen where you're like, are you guys like friends? Yeah. <laughs> right. That's my girl. Yes. And it's, yeah, because it's just bittersweet too because some characters die and some characters. But the <laughs> cool part is that Evita can call on her ancestors. That's true. Whenever she, she needs. So that's very true. And though, they show up. Yeah. yeah. They're not physical physically with you. They're always with you mm-hmm. spiritually. Absolutely. Which is a lesson yeah. in itself. Okay. <laughs> well, we do have to move on, unfortunately, because we're running low on time. Staff Sabra got us some news, right? Oh yes, some news and. Gossip for you. Okay. What's the tea? I'll spill the tea. Um, So we don't have a definitive answer on whether season three is happening or not, but Joe Pekowski did a few interviews where he he insinuated, um, they asked basically, did you guys write this with with the intention of this being maybe a series finale? And he said, no, never. I have about, um, he said, a seven season plan. Even if we have to tell it over the next 20 years, but honestly, I think this is the kind of end, um, the first couple of choppers, chapters, and I feel like it's kind of like the end of Empire Strikes Back if there were nine movies in the franchise. So I think there's a lot more story to tell, mm-hmm. and um, he also did another interview where he insinuated kind of what we thought, that because of the Disney merge and everything going on with Freeform, they're deciding what to do with the shows, mm-hmm. and to me, that's not negative. I think mm-hmm. they're really just figuring out on a business yeah. standpoint. Because there's such a huge Marvel push that's going to be on the new Disney stream with Winter Soldier and Falcon and the Scarlet Witch and and Loki. Yeah, there's so many Marvel shows. I wouldn't be surprised if we see them pop up over there. Yeah. Um, and he said season three is about would be about Tandy and Tyrone running into danger and looking for trouble instead of waiting for trouble to come to their front door. And then when asked about the hand-holding, he said... Um, you should read into that as much as you possibly can. Oh, what the writers and I wanted to create was a bit of a roar sketch test for the audience. It's exciting in this day and age to work on a show for 20 episodes where holding hands is the thing that people will get excited about. The best we can it. say is that this is the opening of a door of a question that a lot of people have been asking. So read into that, and then also a lot of people have read into the fact that they're assuming by the last line of Tyrone, um, 
pointing out where we're going. Some people have assumptions that it's Los Angeles, and that mm-hmm. is where Runaways is. So mm-hmm. maybe there's a Runaways crossover, which a lot of us have been hoping for. Yes, you guys know I stand. So runaways. that's the tea. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Thank you so much, Steph. Of course. Um, but now we have to get to our uh, giveaway, right? Yes. It's time to draw the winner of this signed comic book. Noelle is also going to sign it, and we are going to ship it to you. If you win, just be sure to DM us on Instagram or Twitter. Any one of us, all of us, whatever. Send us your address. We'll ship it to you free of cost. That noise is Carla. Sh- if you're listening on iTunes or Spotify, we're shaking up the raffle submissions. Get it ready. Okay. Can we drum roll? Yeah. Drum roll. Oh my gosh. Here we go. Ryan in the booth. All right. Here we go. This is. Um, it's a username from iTunes. It's a username <laughs> from iTunes. He, the comment was, we got a five-star rating saying, Killing it. I love how Cloak & Dagger uses its platform to show real-world injustices. To all the panelists, you do such a great job discussing each episode. I love the enthusiasm and insight. Mm-hmm. Keep up the good work. Aww. I think this Ashante. is... I'm practicing my friend. Yeah. Is this... A, A.K. DeGeorge. A.K. DeGeorge. Congratulations. You are the winner of this. You did it. Yes. Thank you so much, A.K. DeGeorge. I think I'm on the prices right. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for everyone who entered and just supported us because you guys mean the world to us. We really love the show. Noelle, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me, guys. But we got to get to quick rapid predictions. And Noelle, you have to tell us what would you like to see Evita go? Like, what? From here. I would actually love to see her origin. You oh, know? Yeah. We don't even know her parents yet. Right. Yeah. yeah. This is true. So I would love to see where she comes from, why she is the way she is, how deep does Voodon go into mm-hmm. her lineage. Yeah, all of that. I wanna I wanna see the roots, the roots of her. Totally. And what do you guys think? Anyone? Um, <laughs> come on, Drew. Can you just okay. play it for a um, I would ideally like to see us pick up next season with them coming back to New Orleans. But, like, New Orleans still being the home base, but them jumping around. And hopefully, you know, Ty picks up your great idea that greyhounds are not necessary because <laughs> you can just go places. Yeah. Um, but I, because I really think there's so much to explore with Evita. I think she's such a big asset to the team, and I want to see that more. I want to see what's going on with Bridget Mayhem. That's mm-hmm. her new name in my mind. Bridgeham. Bridgeham. <laughs> Bridgeham. I and um, I, I want to see, like, a misfit Avengers-type thing going on there. Um, with the Runaways, with, God damn yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, like, let's, Hello. Let's, yeah. let's team it up, but... Yeah, I definitely, I, I'm excited for next season, but I do, I want Evita to be a bigger part because I think she could be really dope to their storyline. I, I want Evita to be a, ma- I think she needs to be, like, right up in yeah. the yeah. Mm-hmm. highest build with them. Uh, but I also want, I, I, I feel like I'm just going to go with it. Like, Candy and Tyrone, do your thing. Like, love let's it see. up. Yeah. Like, let's see how it works. Let's, let's go for it. But know? I worry. Because <laughs> okay, don't screw up the partnership you work two seasons for. But also, maybe I'll make it better. Yeah. It's a divine yeah. pairing. And After that's all. in the words of Evita. Yeah. <laughs> Carla? <laughs> what do you think? Um, I think that we are going to come across 
problems. Like we've been saying the whole episode with Mayhem kind of hanging Connors. I think that um, Tyrone mm-hmm. is going to have to come back because um, of his mom's prints are probably going to be there. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. the crab cakes that she made. Maybe it's a famous <laughs> recipe. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, I don't, you, don't, you never know, you know? I love uh, <laughs> So, yeah, I have a feeling that we will be back and be hearing a lot more about, like, his parents. Definitely. Them crab cakes. There's so much no, Them there's so much cakes. there's so much stories to tell. I think we're getting that crossover, even if it's a couple episodes like three, four episodes of with the runaways, even like they did with the defenders, maybe. I don't know. But until I'm then I'm here for it. <laughs> thank you so much for you for your support of being here. We love you, Noel. You're killing it. Thank you did such you a phenomenal guys. job. Thank Where can we find you on social media? And if you're and, working on yeah. the yeah. Um my Instagram and Twitter is at Miss Noel Renee. Yes. Are you working on any projects? Yes, but not that I can okay. speak on yet. But follow me online, and when I can say anything, I will. And my fabulous <laughs> panel, my sisters, where can I find you guys? You guys, thank you so much for tuning in and talking to us about Cloak and Dagger this whole episode and season. Um, I'm your host, Carla Beltran. You can follow me on Instagram at I am Carla Beltran. And I'm your girl, Drew Jones. I'm going to be on the iZombie after show right after this, so hop on over there. And until then, you guys can slide into the DMs anywhere at OKDrewJ. Okay I'm Steph Sabral. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Steph Sabral. Ollie, thanks for steering the ship yeah. all season. Yeah, it was rocky, I know. <laughs> I just love you guys. This is, like I said, it's bittersweet. I'm your host, Ollie Drennan. Follow me on all social media platforms at Ollie Dreamer. Until season three, gosh darn yes. it, it's happening. Season we'll see you. We love you guys. Ciao. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to After Buzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.